everyone, welcome to another episode of Opposites React. It is episode 85 on September 8th, 2021. My name is Sarah and I'm here with Tyler. How are you? Excited. What are we excited about? Football. Football's coming. And yeah. NFL, in case people didn't know. Oh, what yeah, we're not, the, about. not the I think soccer CFL already one, started. not the CFL, and not the college. College football and CFL already started. The National Football yeah. League. Right, football. we're talking about NFL. That will yes. be the majority of tonight's podcast. So. Ooh, okay. I'm excited. <laughs> um, I guess we can briefly, before we get into that, um, we can briefly get. We did watch a movie together earlier this week on Netflix, remember? Oh, my gosh, we did. <laughs> Uh, remember the title? Nope. Or no, remember the title? No, nope. it's one word title. I know. It starts with W. No. Nothing. Five letter word. <laughs> Your brain's breaking. <laughs> You're gonna sell it to me, and I'm gonna feel really bad. So the movie is called Worth. Oh, that 100 percent makes sense. Yes. Okay. Uh, it came on Netflix, I believe, on September the third. Thank like, you. It's Netflix original. Yeah, it's Netflix okay. original. Yeah, it wasn't in theaters or anything. Um, it is about. It's based on a true story, and it is about how the United States government dealt with. The financial impact of like after 9-11 specifically um when it came to having to uh pay out like settlements to all the families of the people who died during the attacks whether mm-hmm. it's people that were in the towers or first responders mm-hmm. basically anybody who died during the the uh, world trade center attacks so we follows michael keaton and he's playing the real life char- character is ken feinberg who was a lawyer who was put in the the district attorney Put him in charge of this um, operation, I guess you can call it. Of assignment the formula. Right. They had to create a statistical formula to determine how much each person would be paid based on the economic value of loss of life, mm-hmm. I think they called it. So, and where it became a little unfair, obviously, is if, if you were going to compare, say, a CEO that was in, like a CEO of Wall Street that was in one of yeah. the towers at the time to like someone who was a janitor. Yeah. Obviously, the payouts were much, much different. Yeah. Because they took into account, you know, loss of income having to take care of the family, paying off mortgages and any other yeah. debts that, that person had. So, you know, some people got $14 million, some people mm-hmm. got like 4000 <laughs> Yeah. So it's a really interesting movie, though. And it, was, it wasn't it was exactly what I expected. Like, when I saw the trailer for it about a month ago, um, right away what drew me in was, like, the actors. Like, you know, oh, like, you have, sure. you have Michael Keaton, you got Stanley Tucci, two great actors, yep. Amy Ryan, a couple other recognizable actors. But, uh, and then the trailer was presented as, you know, like a producer from Spotlight, Spotlight's yes, great movie. It feels very Spotlight. Yes, yes and no. I mean, I, I think Spotlight's a much better movie. Do you? Yeah, oh, for sure. Spotlight is much better. Because of this the... movie was made very safe. There was okay. nothing special about the movie in well, terms of... Well, okay. I'm not talking about like, crazy camera techniques or anything no. like that. I just mean like the flow of the movie, the music. Yeah. I think it's all very safe and generic. I, I can see where you're coming from for sure. But I think that happens with the subject matter though too. Yeah, but you can make it not so dull and boring. They, I don't know if I would call it boring. I don't know. There's just something, something about the way Spotlight is presented to me. I think it has a lot to do with the filmmaking and the music. I think and the just music. The, the way the screenplay flows just yeah. is... Yeah, Spotlight's a really well-paced movie, whereas this one had a few lulls where I'm like, okay, we get the point. Let's, you know... Mm. But, you know, like I said, well It does feel obviously. Spotlight, though. Oh, for sure. You can definitely see a bit of that blueprint. But, um, so yeah, I won't I won't spoil the movie. Not like this. There's like any twists or anything. But I would just say like I don't know. It's a it's a good drama. Probably about an hour forty five of your time. Um, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, and I, and it was I informative. I mean, it's, yes. it's not something you're gonna rewatch. No. Um, but yeah, if you're in the mood for just an interesting sort of like something something that obviously 
probably no one really ever thought about or it hasn't been i'm sure it's this has been publicized before and like mm, people have long forgotten by now yeah, exactly I mean, we're talking 20 years ago yeah. now i was so, gonna say i heard on the news today that two people from the attack were identified today they're still identifying people that's crazy how Are you i don't like bones? the dna like, i guess oh, i don't know crazy yeah so those have discovering people 20 years later is just crazy but yeah, yeah. this movie was worth the watch i think the there's a like bit a little bit of text at the end oh, yeah. there's one of those things where they play a bunch of text before the credits and i think it says something about like um they oh. paid they paid over 700 billion the u.s government paid over 700 billion dollars to mm-hmm. all the families that were affected and uh and then it also went on to mention that feinberg and a couple of lawyers worked for him they went on to they in the last 20 years they represented a bunch of other cases like sandy hook shootings mm-hmm. um basically like any major shooting in the u.s some other uh, like economic disasters, yep. or like the BP oil spill, stuff like that. Yep. But yeah, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, it's a very interesting film. Um, like I said, definitely a, an aspect of the aftermath that no one really thinks about. No. But you know, because obviously back then everybody's worried about. Well, I, well, and like I said too, it wasn't too long. Anybody who's seen the movie The Big Short, <laughs> mm. it wasn't too long after nine eleven that the U.S. economy also took a yep. turn with the whole housing market collapsing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a really rough decade there from the no uh, early 2000s. But, um, yeah. So, that's what we watched. We did. Uh, I don't know what we're going to watch next, to be honest. I'm sure. I think there's something else coming on Netflix. Oh, remember that trailer I showed you earlier today? That Or I shouldn't say showed you, kind of listened to it. But that, that one with Jake Gyllenhaal? Where he's like the call operator for nine one one. Oh yeah, that one sounded interesting. Like the guilty, I think it's called. It's supposed to come out October first, I believe, on Netflix. Oh, okay, well that's that's a remake known. of a, a remake of a European film, same title. And that's Netflix exclusive. I believe so. Okay. Yeah, I don't like when movies go to theaters anymore. I want them all on Netflix now. <laughs> well, we both talked about earlier. Pretty much the only movie we're probably gonna. Well, that's not true. Sorry, I'm obviously gonna yeah. see James Bond. The only movie you really want to see in theaters the rest of the year is Dune. Dune. Yeah, Dune sounds awesome. I am very excited. I don't even know. I haven't even read the book. <laughs> I saw that first trailer though, and I was hooked. I need to see that yeah, movie. The movie looks beautiful. You can tell the money's all over the screen. Oh yeah, the, big budget. You're just throwing it at me. I don't like, even care. You know what I believe? I bet you. I bet you the budget for Dune is very similar to the budget for Bond, but you can Oof. tell where the money went. You know what I mean? Like, what, with, what are you trying to say about Bond? I'm, I'm saying with Bond, like probably 20 percent of the budget is Daniel Craig. Yep. He makes a ton he, of money for not <laughs> wanting to be there. He makes a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, Bond movies look good too. Obviously, I'm just saying it is not know. on the same scale. Come on now. Even comparing the amount of money you see put into a Bond film into the more recent Mission Impossible. Films, I was going to say like, that exact sentence. Like I could see Mission Impossible's money. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't really see Bond's money. <laughs> That's okay. You'll still go see it and give it its money oh, back anyways. <laughs> anyways, um, well, let's get into the topic today. So, um, well, first off, actually, sorry, before we get into the main topic, we're still going to talk about football stuff here, but we had our fantasy draft the other night. We had two fantasy drafts. Right, we did Yahoo <laughs> one on Monday, we did an ESPN yep. one yesterday. Learned and some downfalls of the ESPN app. Yeah. <laughs> so, how do you feel about your team's? So this is the first year that I didn't do the drafting. I had to auto pick, so mm-hmm. it basically picks the whole team for me because I wasn't available. And my teams are okay. See, when I do my drafts, like Tyler said last week, I pick people who smile, and I pick names I know. So sometimes that works against me because I pick people that are like older because <laughs> I know the names after being drilled into my head three or four years. That doesn't that, that sometimes means they're past their prime and I probably shouldn't pick them anymore. So I had a lot of people I don't know on my teams and that's 
probably good. If I've learned anything from this uh, baseball fantasy season, it's that there's a lot of people I didn't know that were good. So I like learning these new names. I'll probably forget them by next year's draft. But I uh, enjoy... I think I, I think I like to auto-pick this year so I can learn a bunch of new people. Okay, that's, that's a fair point. It's a good way to look at it, I guess. Um, how do you feel about your teams, though? I, you just want to gloat. Uh, I'm much more happy with my ESPN team than I am my Yahoo team. Really? And a lot of it has to do with just where you obviously draft positioning and the way the rest of your draft plays out like in the yahoo draft i think i was picking eighth out of 10 teams which was okay i didn't really get the first my first couple picks weren't really players i really wanted but i took the best i had at that time Mm. made the best of it um my other draft was actually we we only had eight teams in our uh our espn league so i was fifth out of the eighth team i picked fifth out of eight and uh yeah much happier with those selections where do you feel the ideal picking spot is Okay, let's. Most leagues are probably ten to ten, twelve yeah. teams, so I would say ideally. Well, I mean, obviously, if you're picking in the top three, you're going to get a really great player off the bat, but then but you have to wait a yeah, long, exactly. long time for your second turn. So that can, but then obviously, it all snakes around. Like your second and third picks will be close together, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I always feel for me mid like four or five mm-hmm. is a good spot. Same. You don't want to be too far down because yeah, even though you get two picks back to back right away, if you're, you're picking like eighth or ninth, you're not going to get any great running backs right away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, receivers seem to always get hurt nowadays. It's so hard to bank on a receiver in a first-round pick. But <laughs> but the ESPN decided, okay, that's that's a big difference between the ESPN and the Yahoo auto-draft. The Yahoo auto-draft picks all the positions mm-hmm. equally, like plus the bench players, it picks them equally. Yahoo, no, sorry, ESPN decided that my bench just needed wide receivers. It's <laughs> well, they were always the best available pick at your time. I so. know, but it didn't think about the positions equally. It just was like... I hope you like five ride receivers because that's what we're giving you. So I'm looking for anybody who wants to trade because <laughs> I got a lot of good ride receivers. Well, you, got, you got lucky with your auto draft. They actually gave you a good defense and kicker, though. They did. Both of them did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was like, oh, Washington defense, that's poop. And you're like, oh, you mean the awesome Washington defense. I was like, yeah. I meant yay. One thing I want to talk about, we're going to get off the fantasy thing for a second here. Okay. One thing I want to talk about about the new NFL season, for those that don't know, or maybe if you're just a casual NFL fan, but this will be the first year that they are going to an uh, 18-week stretch. Ah. So they're, 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 so now there's going to be 17 regular season games. Past, One extra game. Woof. Past years has always so been 16. Different. I mean, when I say in the past, I mean, I think like over the last like 30, 40 years. I don't know. if I don't think they had 16 games back in the 60s, but I'm sure mm. for like the last 30 or 40 years, they went to a 16-game schedule. It was pretty common. What was the reasoning? Well, they, they shortened the preseason and they just added another regular season game. So just money? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> just getting it out there. Um, <laughs> more chance for injury, more chance for yes. ties to screw up all the standings. But Lovely. Anyway, but the one thing, the one interesting aspect, or the one thing I want to talk about that I, I find to be interesting about this new season format is how it might, how it might affect records being broken. Oh, I didn't think of it that way. So okay. when you think about it, most players obviously have set records over a 16-game season. Yep. So now you have a 17-game season. Are they going to put an asterisk besides? Oh, my gosh. Is... How unfair. Because well, think about it. I mean, if you have an extra game. Yeah, you can I mean, gather so much more yards. You can put up an extra 400 passing yeah. yards, an extra five touchdowns. Yeah. If, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a I big difference. I didn't think about that. So, like, but... it's going to be like per average now. So with that being said, I wanted to look at a list of some records that could be changing hands this year based mm. on... Good thing Brady's still playing, so he can keep all his records. So, for example, do you know? Do you know? I'm going to quiz you a bit here. What play? Can you give me either the player or the year 
that you think I'll tell you what, I'm gonna throw the number out there. I'm just gonna throw the number out. You tell me what either what year or what player accomplished this record, okay? Oh my gosh, so, here we passing go. yards in a season. The record right now is five thousand four hundred seventy seven. Oh. Is uh, it's gonna be like um it's gonna be is it Breeze? No. Oh my second it was it Peyton? Don't tell me it's Peyton. It is Peyton. Gosh darn it, that was my first choice. What year do you think you did it in? I think it was I'm gonna say like Mildly, re- like 2013. Wow, good guess. You're on the money. Yeah. And what team was he with at the time? Was he with Broncos? Yes. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I did it. You were close too, by the way. Breeze has the second best. Gosh, darn it. It goes Peyton, Breeze, Roethlisberger, and even Jameis Winston have all... Brady, why do you not do this? Yeah. So, I mean, if we're going to try and predict a player this year who could possibly surpass that number... Mahomes! Mahomes is an easy number. I don't know if Josh Allen will throw that much. So. I, think, I think Allen could sniff like 5,000, but I don't think he's going to throw that much more. Rodgers always has potential to do it. He got, but, he's injury prone now, though. Yeah, like who else is like, like if you look at statistically last season, Dak Prescott I think had the best average. Did he per game? Like Prescott was on pace for like over five thousand, I think, in a full season. Oh, so, but uh, yeah, I mean that's obviously still a crazy. That, that, I still remember that season in Denver, where Peyton was just yeah, like, unstoppable. I know crazy. that was awesome. Okay, passing touchdowns in a season. The number is fifty-five. Oh, that's gotta be Brady. I don't know who else would be then. Then it would be Breeze. No. Okay, I give up. It's it's the exact same. It's the same is season. It really? We just, it's Peyton again. He did, he had fifty five touchdowns in twenty thirteen with the Broncos on his record. What a season. guy! What a guy! At the time, Brady did have the record though before oh, Peyton passed him. Oh snap! Yeah. See, Mahomes had fifty touchdowns in twenty eighteen. So Ooh, with one more with one more game for him. <gasps> oh, maybe right? he could have done the he difference. Could, could potentially. Um, I think you're just gonna have to average that number. Okay, rushing yards in a season. The number is 2,105. You're not going to know the player, so I might as well just... Okay, go ahead. Because it's if before I'm... you watch. Like, it's, you won't even know the name of the player if I tell you. It's Eric Dickerson, and he did it in 1984 with the Los Angeles Rams. Oh, boy, Rams. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was before I was born. <laughs> um, the closest recently um, is actually just last year. Derrick Henry of the Titans. Was <gasps> He's only, on my team. was only 78 yards short. So oh, that one, must be so sad. So you figure one more game, he could Man, easily do it, right? Yeah. I would... He must have been like, just give me the ball! <laughs> <laughs> um, rushing touchdowns in a season. Give me a number, Ooh, what do you think? Give you, an, like, a number of how many I think it is? Yeah, we have touchdowns in a season, the record is. Rushing touchdowns. 32. It's close. 28. Okay. And the play, you, you might know the name, but you never actually watched this player. It's kind of before you started watching. So it's Ladanian Tomlinson. Oh, that's a name. It was back in 06 when he was with the San Diego Chargers. Okay, okay. Um, not a huge number because obviously you got to figure, I mean, well, when you think about it, if you're going to say to average it out, like over 17 games, it's like, what, one and a half touchdowns Ish. a game, technically? Like, so, so that's a lot. It is because a lot, a lot of times players can have two or three touchdowns in a game. Yeah, but it's a hard fluke, to. They, then every once in a while they have a couple games where they have no touchdowns. Yeah. So it's hard to consistently yeah. put up those numbers. Yeah. But still, again, if anybody's going to do it, it probably would be either Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. Those are your likely candidates. Kamara. We used to be friends. Okay. Um, receptions in a season. Who got the was, most was, receptions? Was, yeah. What's, what's the number, first of all? Remember, oh, how many catches in a season? Oh, my gosh. This is a recent, too. I don't even know what's a fair number. Hold hmm. on. I'm going to say like 90. Dude, that's Is it? Is super that too low? low? It's way too oh, low. gosh. I was going to say 200. Wasn't that's a little crazy. You're oh, between. my gosh. Find the middle ground. 150. There. 149. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. I'm going to guess it was... Oh, okay. um. Can we guess a year or the player? If you... you said it was recently. Yeah. 
Um, I was going to guess Hill. No, no, no. I lied. Jones. I guess Jones. Really? Or Jones? Yeah. No. I don't oh, think he's anywhere fine. close to this list. Um, this was, it happened in 2019 okay. with the New Orleans Saints. Oh. And it was Michael Thomas. Really? I think he was on my fantasy team at the time, too. I remember he was racking up. He was averaging like 15 catches a game. It was crazy. Breeze and the buddies. Um, I Man, guess Breeze is over that. The only, the only one close, I guess, if you're, just, if you're looking at recent trends, mm. would be last year for the Bills, the Fawn Diggs had 127. Yeah, every time so, I listen to that broadcast, it's yeah. always Diggs being still, shouted Even out. with an extra game, that would be a hard number to reach. It's it's, same, it's yeah, big yeah, yeah. All right, receiving yards in a season. Remember, we said rushing yards was just over, just over 2,100. What do you think receiving yards, yards would be? Tyreek Hill. What's a number? Remember? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'll give you a hit. I'll give you a hit. It's under 2K. Oh, I was going to say like 1,300. It's, it's too low. It's so I'm low. sorry. 1,800. <laughs> You're closer. The record is 1,946. Oh, wow. That was in 2012. Can you guess uh, the player? Then it's not Tyreek then. It's I'll, give you, I'll give you another hint. This player is <gasps> retired. Wes Welker. This player is retired. Calvin Johnson. There you go. Calvin Johnson. All right. Megatron. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about him the other day. Um, closest anyone's come in the last like <laughs> six or seven years would be in 2015. Julio Jones had 1,000. Oh, I, Julio. I knew he'd be somewhere. He had 1,871 in 2015. Well, he's not coming close to that anymore. So, but as you mentioned earlier, I think Tyreek Hill would have a shot. Yeah. Um, maybe DeAndre Hopkins for the Cardinals because... They throw a lot, but mm-hmm. still, that's that's a huge number to put up. I mean, yes, for sure. Um, but he was Megatron. How about receiving <laughs> touchdowns in a season? Oh, also Wes Walker. <laughs> I'll Wes Walker. Um, throw a number. Uh, I'll say like fifty-five. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so if you're saying a quarterback <laughs> can set a record with fifty-five, you think he threw to every the one player every time? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> well, we my one, math one is here. really bad. Why don't you try and cut that in half? Twenty-seven. Twenty-three. <laughs> it was in 07. Can you guess the player? Oh, or, seven. This player's retired as well, by the way. No. Randy Moss. I, oh, when he was with the Patriots. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Good yeah. choice. Uh, in recent memory, last season, Devontae Adams of the Packers had 18. Okay. So still five off, and even with an extra yeah, game, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. You never know. Um, going to a couple of defenses, defensive Ooh. statistics here. Sorry, because um, this record's actually held up for quite a while. I'm not gonna say the year yet, but uh, what do you think the record is for number of sacks in a season? Oh, one player for sacks. One player for sacks, or like a whole team? No, no we're talking about a team or one player, one okay, individual one player. for sacks. Ooh. Uh, 32. A little high, but... Oh, what a lot? 25. 22 and a half. They do have half sacks. Oh, I forgot about the half sack. Yeah. 22 and a half is a record. It was in 2001. Oh, I'm not going to know this one. You're not going to know the player. I mean, he's on the... This helps you. He's on, like, the NFL on Fox pregame stuff. Oh, no. Good luck with that. Michael Strahan. Oh, I know Strahan. Okay. Um, Yeah, so he broke the record in 2001. Um, In current memory... Sorry. Current... In recent memory, the two players who have gotten closest would have been either J.J. Watt I was gonna say him, or yeah. Aaron Donald of the Rams. And I keep forgetting where Watt is now. They both were within two and a half sacks of the record. <sighs> Watt And Watt's obviously getting up in age a bit, so I don't think he's going to well, be sniffing. he was sniffing. injured, too. But Don- Donald has a, probably the best chance of doing it. But even still, you have to average. Yeah. I mean. 
again, w- again, one out of sacks game doesn't sound like a lot, but there's a lot of rookies though to push over this year. <laughs> True. Yeah, if you're gonna be like sacking <laughs> Trevor Lawrence yeah, or exactly. uh, Justin Fields or somebody, yeah, that's rookies are easy to pick on. Yeah, where where is Watt now? I always forget. Uh, I think he's in Arizona. I, thought, I was gonna say Arizona. Arizona so yeah. okay. All right, and how about last one here? Um, well, again, one individual defensive player. Okay. What's the record for tackles in a season? Tackles. Yeah, defensive tackles. Ninety-two. A little low. A little low. Yeah. Hundred eleven. Keep going. <laughs> hundred forty-nine. Close. Hundred fifty-six. That was in ninety-seven. Wow. That was Ray Lewis when he was with the Ravens. Jeez, Louise. So no one's gotten. It says no one's really even come close to that in over two decades. The closest someone's gotten was in 07 when a linebacker for the 49ers, Patrick Willis, had 136. Still, so, that's still, like, whew. Yeah. Uh, like, was he just fast? Did he just catch well, people was, all the time? He was all over the field. He was just insane. Okay. Like, you could not get past line of scrimmage. He would that's just That's amazing. Yeah. Was Baltimore, like, just super good back then? Oh, yeah. Baltimore's time? defense was, like, tops for, like, a decade back then. Wow. Ray Lewis. They had Ray Lewis, like, Terrell Suggs. Couple other guys on the defensive line, no one forgetting, some driving nuts. Um, but yeah, they're, they're Is he a Hall of Famer, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, those are um, some statistics that could potentially fall this year, given that there are more yeah. games, but still, I'm some of those so numbers are a little crazy. Do. So, is there any new rules this year that I don't know about? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I don't, not off the top of my head, nothing stands out, but let me just really except quick, for the vaccination rules. I'm trying to quickly <laughs> Google, like, I don't know, new NFL rules 2021 and see if. Yeah, we're talking like gameplay rules. Yes, here. yes, like, yes. Like I don't think they did anything with special teams or. Oh, hang on. Apparently, according to this article, which was published in July, there are six new rules this season. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, so now, oh, well, I didn't, I didn't even know this was a thing. Apparently, in the before this year, the NFL actually had overtime overtime and preseason games. <laughs> like, what's the point? It's preseason. Like, who cares about overtime? Wow. Yeah, this makes it so, gets more sweaty and chance of injury. Uh, they scrapped that. Um, okay, so in the past, like, you know, like, quarterbacks obviously can't throw the ball when they run past the line of scrimmage. If you do, right. it's a penalty, right? Yes. So in the past, it used to be just a five-yard penalty. Okay. So say Russell Wilson's scrambling, he puts one foot over the line, throws to Metcalf or something. And, back you know, ten, five, back, back five, five yards. yards. Now it's back five, plus you lose it down. Ooh. So there. Okay. No, yeah. that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Crack it down. Yep. I, don't know, I mean, again, I don't think it happens that commonly, but yeah, exactly, just right? like, well, there has to be a bit more of a deterrent to yeah. it than a five-yard um it's wasting time at that point this one just says more help from replay officials so it says uh although although nfl owners decided against creating a full-time sky judge a great title yes i'm gonna be a sky judge they will offer on-field officials the opportunity to be assisted by replay officials while teams can still challenge the decisions so basically it says the replay official can weigh in on a complete or incomplete pass those can still be, can still be, oh. um, can still be challenged. Possession of the ball, touching of a loose ball, um, goal line, in line, spot of the ball, relation to the okay. sideline. So anything a referee does, they can right. get help Essentially, with now. Yeah. Um, it, robots are coming. Robot refs are coming. Mm-hmm. I want this. Uh, this one's not a big deal. Either. It just says they changed. There, is, there always used to be a limit on what jersey number you're allowed to have if you oh, played a certain position. position. Yeah. So. Um, did they just move the numbers or take it away? I see again here. It says it says now QB goes one to nineteen. Oh, I'm trying to think if it was was it different? Was there? But did they go above nineteen before? I don't think so. Mm. It must have uh, been below. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's weird how they have like like it says like running backs can go one to forty nine, tight ends one to forty nine, wide receivers one to forty nine. Like I've always thought of, 
in my mind, running backs were always usually between like 20 to 40. Mm -hmm. Wide receivers were always usually, yeah, like like above 60. Yeah. Although in recent memory, I have thought of a few that were in the teens, but um, I don't Uh, know. When you played football, you played multiple positions. So what number were you? Well, it's different when you're talking about, (laughs) yeah, when you're talking about like peewee or or high school football when you have to play every frigging down on the field because there's nobody on the damn bench. And And your team sucked. I was usually number 28. It's played oh, everywhere. your favorite number? Yeah, that was your number. Is that on purpose? I can't remember if I chose a number or not. <laughs> who knows? But okay, the next one, next rule here says: uh, last season, teams that received a free kick had to have at least eight of their players lined up in the setup zone. Now the NFL has set a limit of a maximum of nine players who should line up. Okay. I'm trying to picture it in my head. I don't think they're talking. They they're not talking about onside kicks. Because free kicks are. What's a free kick? Is that after a safety? A free kick? No. Is that a fourth down? No, no. I'm going to have to Google this after. I'm confused now. <laughs> what else here? Another retry rule. If a foul results in a retry, Team A will have the option to enforce the penalty from the spot where it attempted the try or from the yard line for the other try option, the location of which is determined by any previously enforced penalty. Uh-huh. You know, I was a football referee for a number of years, and... <laughs> A lot of stuff in the rulebook broke my brain just the way stuff is worded. Yeah. And looking at this doesn't help. <laughs> I need to see if I need a visual description of this to understand what the hell we're talking right? about. Or I'm just being dumb tonight, either way. But No, I didn't get it just as good as you. Yeah, I don't know. But uh So nothing much changed. Really. Nothing much. Okay. Yeah, nothing crazy. I'm yeah. not talking about like they're not changing we didn't like move back the yards for the field goals again or something like that. Yeah, right. They're not changing extra pointers, they're not changing kickoffs not or getting punts. Rid of them. Yeah. Yeah, all that stuff is still the usual. Um Good. So I'm just going to recap, I'm not recap, sorry, I'm going to cap off tonight's episode with some quick hit thoughts about each team in the NFL. So basically, I'm going, to throw, I'm going to throw out a team name at you. Okay. You tell me the first thing that comes to your mind about oh, that Oh, I'm so ready. New England Patriots. Crap. So you're talking about currently. Yeah, like, currently. You're not thinking about their past. Oh, you're no. Thinking about... TB? I, I love, I, Belichick, poor Belichick is what I think of right now. Why do you think poor Belichick? Because... He lost Brady. Well, like he didn't already have enough success. I he's like know, the winningest freaking coach in NFL history. But now he can't get anybody good because they left him with nothing after Brady left. He had plenty of success. I don't feel bad for Belichick at He had all. to deal with Newton last year. Oh, my gosh. All right. That's your – okay, so you fine. That's what you're thinking of the Patriots. Yep. Miami Dolphins. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Ha-ha. Why? Because <laughs> nobody wants to be a Dolphins fan. It's like every Florida sport. Nobody wants to be their so, fan. Like when I think Dolphins, I think undefeated. It's the first thing that ever comes to my mind. Really? When were they well, undefeated? 1972. Okay, you know what? My brain doesn't go that far back, so <laughs> I don't know that. You also, I, I don't know, Dan Marino, then, would be the next thing that comes to my mind. I just, or Ace Ventura. I can think of one of those things. What? Why? <laughs> you never seen, don't you remember Ace Ventura, the whole no. plot? Oh, my gosh. Never mind. How about, how about the New York Jets? <laughs> oh, butt fumble. Yeah, that's that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo Bills? Uh, on the rise, and I'm proud of them. Good job. Yeah, like in the past, like before the last four or five years. Laughable. Well, I would have said like it was the 0-4 in Super Bowls. That, yes. They had that stretch. That yeah. was, it was infamous. Um, in recent memory, though, I don't know. For some reason, I think Bill's, I think, tailgating. Oh, sure. Oh, you went to tailgating so, at the Well, Bills not games. recently. Well, I not, know, not, when you were a kid. <laughs> not jumping through tables and stuff like yes, that. Yes, that's true. But, yeah. All right, how about Steelers? Roffelberger. You're getting too old, man. I love you, but you're getting. When too I old. think Steelers, I think loyalty. 
because okay. oh. it's been commonly known that they almost never fire coaches. That's true. Like, like, he's a good coach. He's just... I know. I'm not, not blaming Tomlin. I'm just saying, yeah, Chuck Noll, Bill Cowher, Mike Tomlin. Yep. They've always just stuck, they've stuck with these coaches for like decades. Yep. And, and they're loyal to their players too. Bad, bad old jerseys though. The bumblebee looking ones. Oh, yeah. Those, all Very bad. Ones, yeah, those are bad. I do like the black and gold though. Like, yeah, no, those are nice. The regular jerseys are amazing. But the bumblebee yeah. ones are horrible. Um, Cincinnati Bengals. Right now, I just think of um, what's his face. Um, Dalton. No, no, no. What are you thinking about? The Bengals. The guy that always gets in trouble. No, I'm thinking of the wrong team. I'm thinking of Cleveland. Oh, Uh, Oh, Cincinnati. Okay. Um, Orange. All I think of is orange. (laughs) (laughs) I get. I don't have nothing to think of for them. Um, For me, it's it's terrible playoff history. They're Mm. they're known as notorious playoff chokers. Back when Marvin Jones was their head coach, I think he was something like 0-9 or 0-10 in the playoffs. It's like, how do you stick with the same coach if you can never win a playoff game? Like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's quite... Like, what's the point of getting there if you can't win? <laughs> I'm sorry for your fans, basically. Yeah. Bengals are starting to turn around a bit. I hope Joe Burrow stays healthy. Yes. But, yeah. Um, okay, next, Ravens. Um, It will be an interesting year for the Ravens because Lamar is, had a down year last year compared to his first year, so... I'm excited to watch them and see what they do. For me, when I think of the Ravens, I think like lucky, I don't want to say lucky Super Bowl wins, but both their recent mm. Super Bowl wins have been with like mediocre quarterbacks. They win, they used to win based on defense. I was going to say, they, like, they won defense. Super Bowls, they won, they won Super Bowls with Trent Dilfer and Joe Flacco, two guys Flacco. that do not scare any defenses. <laughs> so, yeah, they their Super Bowl wins are very odd when you compare them to many other teams in history, but That's def- okay. defense was a win's a win. Yeah. Cleveland Browns. <laughs> um, laughable. Like they are like the butt of the, all the jokes. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, they are turning around. They are. You're, you're right. Like up before, like three years ago, for like the last twenty years, they were the joke of the NFL. Yep. They were notoriously always terrible, always firing coaches. Yep. Can't can't yeah. keep any player. No player wants to stay there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, but no, know. they are turning it around. So, yep. all right. How about the Colts? I miss Andrew Luck. Yep, it's a good point. I, I, I will always because of when I grew up, I will always associate the Colts with Peyton Manning. Even, yeah, like, I understand that. Yeah, they have is Wentz their quarterback now. Wentz is there, yeah. So uh, they are insane for thinking that he'll be ready for this season. He, I think they said they, they I think they say he's gonna be ready for Week One, but I give They're him like crazy. I give him three weeks before he gets They're ready. Cra- again. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. No, I don't even give him three weeks. I give him one quarter. Yeah. Uh, how about the Titans? Hmm. Boring. Boring. <laughs> That's kind of fair, the way they play. I understand. But for me, again, this goes before you started watching football, but anybody who watched back in that same age of me that watched it back then, Music, Music City Miracle. What the heck is That's that? That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Anybody, no, I'll leave it there then. I hope Dan knows what I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure he does. <laughs> Music City Miracle. Well, you should yeah. know he's a Bills fan. But I remember watching that live, and it was amazing. Yeah. I will tell you about it later. I don't want to take up too much time on the air. Understood. Um, next, Jaguars. Another Florida team, so nobody really wants to be your fan. But I don't know. They kind of seem like on the up and up and kind of interesting. They're rebuilding. But, yeah, I don't know. They um, they better be good because I have some players on their team that <laughs> were given to me. <laughs> for some reason, all when I think Jaguars, now, all I can think about is a few years ago when the Bills played the Jaguars in the first round or wildcard round or whatever. And it was like the most – I remember watching it at a bar. It was the most – I was pretty sure that Boston Pizza or something. It was the most boring game I ever saw. Oh. I think it was like – Three nothing or six three at halftime. 
Like both teams just couldn't score. It was just a boring, oh, boring game. No. I honestly can't remember who won. I, I, I guess they, <laughs> just Jag- Jaguars out. probably won, but I honestly can't remember. Uh, who got next? I'm trying to go division by division here. I who figured. am I missing? Oh, Texans. <laughs> Texans. Jeez. Um, I mean, it's hard not to think about Deshaun Watson nowadays. That whole thing, it, it, it's, it's just a cloud over that franchise right now. Ugh. I mean, if it wasn't for Deshaun Watson, I would have said J.J. Watt is what I was associated with. Yep, for sure. Texans That's what with. I would have said, too. Yeah. Sort of face their team for however many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about the Chiefs? Well, right now you got to think of Mahomes and uh, Hill being like super team. I know what you're saying. For some reason, all I can picture in my head right now is Andy Reid. Oh, Andy <laughs> Reid. He's like... <laughs> He oh. loves his barbecues. He's awesome. I will give him credit too for oh the face shield. Yes, the face I shield. I love his yes. face shield. It would always fog, it would always fog up. <laughs> Do you see what your team is doing? Oh, Andy. Oh, I hope it comes back. Please yeah. have it come back. Raiders. <laughs> oh boy. Um, troublemakers. Yeah, I was gonna say stabbings. Yeah. Back when they were in Oakland, they were they were notorious for always people like getting stabbed in the parking lot all the time. Especially yeah. when they're playing like the Forty ers or any divisional team or or like a like a local team, it would be yeah that's crazy. A, that's a terrible association. Yeah, but they, it's they, all they, they, had a, they had a notorious fan base. Let's yeah. Just say. Um, but we have Bills Mafia, and they're not even as bad. So. <laughs> yeah. No, nowhere near as bad. We don't we give money to people like when we beat them or give money to their charities. Are you thinking like, of the thing a few years ago when I think Andy Dalton well, was with the Bengals and they? Sent the Bengals, the Bengals beat somebody, and the Bills got in the playoffs, yes. and then they don't they donate to Dalton's charity yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that was funny. All right, who's next? Um, Broncos. Oh, I think of Manning from there. I can see why you think of that. <laughs> For me, it's always going to be John. And, and Tebow. <laughs> All right. For me, it's going to be John Elway. Oh, you know, yeah, I you always would. associate John Elway I with understand. Denver. Yeah, that's my first thing I think of. Um, Chargers. Oh, um, what's his face? The guy with all the kids. Come Rivers. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, even going back to before you watch football, uh, there's a player on the team I used to love, Junior Seau. He's a defensive. Okay. I think he's a linebacker. He's a defensive that player. sounds familiar. He was amazing. Fortunately, he passed away. Oh. It's been a number of years now he passed away. Uh, I can't remember if it was a car accident or what was it was. Say, but it yeah, tragic. he was fairly young. Yeah. Like he was retired, but he was mm-hmm. still young. But yeah, Chargers. Yeah, Philip Rivers. That's a good one to go with. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eagles. Um, I enjoyed watching Wentz do well there that one season. I'm surprised you didn't say Nick Foles. <laughs> Nick Foles, oh my gosh. I love Nick Foles only because he's only good in Philly. It is like, that is, yeah. they should just keep him there, but whatever. Again, this is kind of before your time, but for me, it's Donovan McNabb. When I think Eagles, oh, yeah. I think McNabb. That's okay. when I was watching football. Okay. He was the big one. Um, Cowboys. <laughs> oh man. It's gotta be Aikman. Only because so my would say? Yeah, yeah, because my grade seven eight teacher mm-hmm. loved mm. the Cowboys, like okay. loved had the paraphernalia all over the room kind of thing, and he named his son Troy when he had him, like he loved them. This is gonna be such a weird memory, and, and Dan's probably gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. But there was a, there was a moment years ago. This doesn't even do with the Cowboys necessarily as a team, but Terrell Owens was playing in Dallas. He was playing for the 49ers at the time, I believe. Okay, and there was a thing the Dallas Cowboys treat their their center logo, their star is like sacred. Oh, okay. Trello Owens, I think mean, he, he scored a touchdown. No, he'd, he'd run all the way over to center field to go stand on the star and pose. Oh. And I just remember a, a Cowboys player running out of nowhere to level him. <laughs> <laughs> just crushed him. <laughs> and took the penalty, like rightfully so. Yeah. Like, but I just, that's the first thing that stuff in my head when I think of the Cowboys logo, the star, is just Trello Owens getting laid out. <laughs> it happened so many years oh, ago. Oh my gosh, but, I want to YouTube that now. I know, right? Um, Giants. 
Eli. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's Eli. What else did the Giants have to be happy about against the Patriots? Every time they meet the Super Bowl, (laughs) that's what I remember. Giants fans have it rough right now, but yeah, yeah, they they had a couple wins with Eli, so they can enjoy. Hold on to that, right? And last team in that division, Redskins. Oh, sorry, I can't say that anymore. The Washington football team. <laughs> oh, right. The <laughs> My mind went to the name. Yeah. Um, is that where Cousins was for a while? He was, yes. And Alex Smith. And Alex Smith, yeah. Um, I That team, I'm going to, instead of boring, I use bland. That team is bland okay. to me. I guess except for the defense. This, this, goes, this goes, for me, it goes way before you watch football. I know I keep saying that a lot, but for me, Joe Theismann. Okay, I know that name too. Yeah. He's a commentator now. Um, mm-hmm, back I in, know. I want to say it was back in the 80s or something. He had at the time one of the most horrific leg injuries you'll ever see. Like, almost really? Like, like, like pretty poking much out kind of? Like, like was like backwards. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, it was, it was, and I always think of that. In fact, I've seen oh, it so like many times. I basketball one a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah. So I always associate that with the, with the sorry, with Washington. <laughs> weird to get used to so i know I, right? I, I should still be able to say I, I, football team i hate it i hate the name I, oh no who doesn't just call it something else <laughs> anything <laughs> but uh all right next division let's go bears oh uh cutler cutler is your go-to <laughs> that's what you want me to tell you what's the I first know, thing i know mind? i know that's fine for me it's brian Urlacher. i have no idea who that dan is. knows what i'm talking about i'm pretty sure he does he should um he's one of the best linebackers in the league for like a decade oh i believe you uh, yeah but was, cutler I remember playing Madden. If I was playing Madden oh. back then, I would always be the Bears defense and just like lock on, lock on as a locker and just take everybody mm. out. He's like Ray Lewis back then. Okay. Um, Packers. Roger Dodger. Not Favre. Eh? Nope. Favre. I didn't watch him there. I, you watch I, him on the Vikings. Favre is a Viking to yeah. me. No, for me, Favre is a Packer. Of obviously. course. Yeah. yeah. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Yes, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, Lions. Uh, it's got to be Megatron and Stafford. Side I, throw. Okay. I don't know. All right, that's yep. fair. I was just going to say Thanksgiving because the oh, Lions always yeah. play on Thanksgiving. That's what I associate them with. That's true, too. Yeah, even when they were terrible, they'd always play on oh, Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. They still do. That's <laughs> wonderful. They did recently go 0 for 16, by the way. You remember that a few yeah. years ago? Yeah. That was Man. pretty futile. How sad. Yeah. I'm glad Stafford's out of there now. Yes. Yeah, now, now Goof can. Yes. Jared Goof, Jared Goof my can, favorite. Can, can rot in Detroit for all I care if we screw over the Rams. <laughs> Garbage yeah. ass. He cost us a Super Bowl. I gave me a sweatshirt, though. Yeah, change your sweatshirt. Yeah, that's good. Um, who else am I missing in the division? Vikings. Um, that's where I put Favre. For me, it's Randy Moss. Randy okay. Moss and Chris Carter. They were like the, the dynamic wide receiver duo back in like the late nineties, early two thousands. Actually, I might have been early. I think it was when was Moss a rookie? Ninety eight. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, for me, it's those two for sure. Um, Having a terrible. Is that the stadium with all the glass windows yes, and birds flying through all the time? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Two more divisions to go. Uh, da, 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 da. Buccaneers. Um, now I think of Tom Brady. Can you think of a Vincent before? Jackson? Was that a person? On wow. Okay. That's yeah. Interesting. I had him on. I had him on my fancy team for a couple of years. So that's like the only person I knew from Tampa Bay. I remember the. Still remember the Super Bowl. I think it was. Was it two? Uh, two thousand. When was it? Two thousand. I think it was 2000. I can't remember. I, can't, <laughs> I was, was going to say 01. I'm pretty sure 01 was the Patriots. Uh, 2000, what was that? The, I'm trying to think of the, the Super Bowl when John Gruden was still coaching the Bucks. He was going up against the Raiders. The Bucks had, uh, oh, what was the quarterback's name? Brad Johnson, I think. They had like Dante Cook. No, Dante, what's the word? Uh, what, what was the name of the, the big full? Mike Allstott. They had Mike Allstott. They had like Rondé Barber. And that's another big one. But yeah, the Bucks in the, like, the early 2000s had great defense. And I still remember, I remember Gruden coaching against the Raiders. And that was a great, that was a great Super Bowl. Sure. 
That's I don't know. That's my random memory. That's good. Um, Saints. Oh, it's gotta be breeze. Easy breezy, lemon squeezy. And yeah. Katrina. I don't know. Right. Like, yeah. The whole thing after Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Breeze seems like the obvious one. Yeah. Falcons. Uh, Matt. Uh, Matt Bryant. I thought you were going to say Matt Ryan for a second. No, nope, you're, you're, you're talking about the kicker, yeah. Matt Bryant. Okay. <laughs> not, not the quarterback. No. Who, okay. Mm-mm. You're talking about the kicker. Yeah. I see. Yeah. That's interesting. Nope. Uh, I don't know what my... Oh, for oh, easy for me, it's Michael Vick. Oh, I got, I yeah. Thinking, I'm thinking about playing Madden. Like Madden, really? Madden 04, I think, was when Vick was on the cover, and he was unstoppable in that game. Like, I he, didn't know was he was on, in Atlanta. Yes, he was in Atlanta. For, where, did, where did he go after that? Was it Philly? I think it was Philly. I feel Philly. Somewhere else, maybe... Not Oakland, was it? I can't no, remember where he went I, I remember him was on Philly. Yeah. Panthers. Oh. Um, is that where my oh that's Christian McCaffrey? Yes. Okay, yeah. You see, I picked him last year. And he's the only person I knew on the Panthers. And he got injured, so we're not friends anymore. Well, I'm trying to think, I don't have a lot of old Panther memories. If I was gonna think of a, a player I'd associate with that team, it would have been like Steve Smith, wide receiver. Maybe a little before your time. I, used to, I think by the time you were watching, Steve Simpson was on like Baltimore or something. Oh, but I recognize it was on Carolina for a number of years. And who was throwing to him? It was uh, before Cam was there. They had that was their quarterback in Carolina. Oh, Frank, I can't remember. Was it Kerry Collins? Was it no? That doesn't sound familiar. No, I don't know. We're talking about Kerry Collins. Panthers. Who was it? Was it Kerry Collins? It's gonna drive me nuts now. Lost division. This would be a fun division too. Forty Niners. Candlestick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can you can you can put you can choose any number of quarterbacks in their history. Like if you said Joe Montana, I get you. But mm-hmm. for me, given my generation, I would say Steve Young. Okay. Steve Young is what I associated with 49ers growing up. Um, Cardinals. Um, oh Fitzgerald. Yes, it's gotta be Larry Fitzgerald. Love him. The most recognizable yep. Cardinal player. Yeah. Um, Seahawks. Wessel, I love Wessel Wilson. For me, it'll always be, it has to be the Seahawks choking that Super Bowl against Patriots. Oh, yes. That was such an amazing game and, to and watch. I, and I can, always, in my, I can still picture it in my head right now, that reaction of Richard Sherman on the sideline, where he looked like he had just died inside. <laughs> he it's probably such a, did. Such a sad reaction when he knew that they'd lost that game. <laughs> oh, Pete Carroll is another thing that yeah. I remember from there. Like, he's been their oh, oldest court, oldest coach for oh remember that one another one too remember marshawn lynch when he had that crazy <gasps> stiff arm remember the huge yes, stiff arm against, against new orleans when he yeah that was crazy so one. good all right last but not least the rams oh man it's got most recently for me it's goof yeah i mean mine obviously i was i've been a rams fan since 99 back on the the greatest show on turf days you know kurt warder marshall mm. falk tory holtz uh um, isaac bruce Amazing offense. They were like setting records back then, before obviously Peyton and Brady became things. Mm-hmm. Back then, the Rams were just things. destroying the offense, destroying the NFL. I think my most recent memory, like as a game for them, yeah. was when they played KC. I think for the first time, like it was a battle of like oh, the rookies. Yes, and it just was a freaking like it yeah, was like fifty to fifty was, or something. It was stupid. It was yeah, so I, bad to watch. I think it might have been like a Monday night or two or something. It was a crazy yeah, game. I remember staying up super late to yeah. watch it. Yeah. I have one more question for you, okay. then we can finish. Then we can finish, all right. Um, if there's one thing you want to happen this year, what do you want? That I want to see happen in yeah. the NFL? It's a good question. I have so many things I could say. I had to pick one thing I'd want to see in the NFL this year. There's right. only one I want, so you only pick one. I, it's going to sound terrible, but I want the Bucks to miss the playoffs. I want, oh, I want Brady. I want Brady to fail for once in his life. <laughs> you, you should see his face when he said that with such disdain. Not count. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not counting the year when Brady got hurt back when like Matt Castle no, had to step yet. in because that's obviously like. But Brady has never had. He's just. He's so damn good. <laughs> he, has, he has to lose. 
He has to lose. But the problem is, nobody in that division is going to beat him. No. He, they're, they're still going to win that division by default. Mm-hmm. So I just have to hope that someone kicks his butt in the playoffs. That's all. What is? What, what do you think I want? Uh, you want... What do I want every year that happened one year and it hasn't happened since? Uh... What do I love watching? Doesn't matter what hap- what team. Oh, you want to see a snow game? Yes! Give me a <laughs> you want, snow you game! Want, you want like a huge blizzard. I need you like want... three feet of snow. Yeah. The people shoveling the lines yeah. every down. I need that. Yeah. I, what Was it Green Bay? I think it was Philly you're thinking of. Oh, Philly. Oh, my F- gosh. Philly, Denver, they always got a lot of snow. Um, and, but it, last couple years, it's just been melting away before. Yeah, it hasn't yeah. been enough. I need a Green blizzard. Bay, Green Bay, obviously. Gets yes. Oh, my gosh. Please. Just give me one <laughs> snow game. That's all I care about. That's fair. I, I, do, I do appreciate that. All right. Well, uh, you want to give the email shout out? If you like football, you can email <laughs> us at react at gmail.com. Oh, boy, this one ran long today. Sarah's <laughs> got a lot of editing to do. But, like I said, you know, we're getting hyped. It's the first I know foot. tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, by the time you guys listen to this, maybe Brady will be kicking butt already. Getting ready for the first day of NFL action. Is Tampa Bay Cowboys? Yes. <gasps> I did it right. I have to check my fantasy lineups. I have two to manage this year. <laughs> okay. <Jeez. laughs> I don't think I have anybody on either team anyways. I well, if you're a football fan, I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. <laughs> I'm so sorry otherwise. If you're not a football fan, then I apologize you had to sit through that. But maybe you learned something. Maybe you'll give NFL chances here if you haven't before. Mm. I mean, I got Sarah hooked on it. She couldn't it's care less. It's true. She couldn't care less, like, 12, 10. How many years? I know how many years we've been together. <laughs> I'm trying to say, you didn't really start watching football with me until we moved to Hamilton, right? That's true. And so, then we got all the panormuses right. every weekend. Man, football's awesome <laughs> just for panormuses. So let's just say you've been a pretty good football fan for like at least 10 years. Oh, he used the word good. I've upgraded. <laughs> yes. She finally knows some names. She doesn't I just know like two players in yeah, the NFL. No, that's true. I, I, I do the quarterback quiz every year, <laughs> and I get one name better every year. Yeah. All right, well, again, we, uh, if you sat through the episode, we appreciate your, your support. We'd love to hear from you. Please drop us an email, and we'll be back at the same time next week. Boys. Bye. Bye.